Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on the Everything 80s Podcast, the story of Nerds Candy. Hey there, what's happening? Welcome back to the Everything 80s Podcast. I'm Jamie. Thanks for coming on out. And we're looking at a candy that I didn't realize was specifically an 80s created candy. I always thought Nerds Candy went back a lot farther, but it's an interesting story of how they the idea came up, how they're actually made and produced, and how they're actually one of the most uh, successful candies of all time. So we'll look into everything to do with that. Before we start, if you haven't already... Do me a solid and subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't, um, anywhere you find your podcasts, I should be there. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all those good things. Okay, let's do this. So if there's the off chance you don't know what I'm talking about, we're looking at Nerds Candy, which were created by Nestle, and they came out in 1983. And they're small, irregularly shaped pieces of candy that would come in two different flavors in one box or two different compartments in it and there were a variety of flavors like I said became one of the best-selling candies in history so personally when I was a kid we had a convenience store a few blocks from my house so you know like any kid with their local store like your local variety store or whatever it was like you know Willy Wonka's factory when you consider all the novelty stuff and junk and candies and whatever and you know now that I look back it was just this crappy little variety store but you know at the time it just seemed like you know Shangri-La as far as the the candy world so any money allowance anything I had like that I would start thinking about what I would get down there so as much as I loved all the variety in these places I always had a few go-to's and you probably did too that you would spend your money on mine would be Big League Chew, uh, Lick-A-Made, uh, and Nerds Candy would be another big one like it was the perfect candy it came in this cool box they obviously tasted good you got the variety with the two different compartments that made up the box and it's just interesting as much as we've used the term nerd to take someone down a notch now the name began to take on a different meaning with the origins coming from dr seuss if you look back and uh i forget what old book that was when he talks about is it horton here's a who what he is the first time the word nerd was used but, you know, over time, that the, that word became associated with the candy as much as an individual. And it's funny now, though, that nerd culture dominates society and pop culture, and it's a trillion-dollar industry and has sort of changed the... Anything that's, like, nerd-related, you know, technology, video games, movies, that's all become part of the popular zeitgeist. So it's, you know, sort of evolved in that sense. So, like I said, nerds was this, you know, it's a small, regular-shaped candy. It's similar to rock candy, but has a very thin candy coating to it. And I'll get to how it's actually made in a sec. 
it's basically the ingredient wise it's just sugar has some dextrose um, some malic acid and then the rest of the candy is made up of less than two percent corn syrup artificial flavors uh, carnauba wax and then the artificial coloring so that carnauba i think that's how you pronounce it wax that's what gives nerds it's that glossiness sort of shine to it and it also gives the nerds that hard bite and that crunch so so actually for how they are produced, each nerd, individual nerd, starts out as an individual sugar crystal, which is a clear monoclinic crystal, which means they have varying shapes and features to them. They would use sugar crystals that vary from 0.2 to 1 millimeter in length, and this is what gives them all the variations in the shapes and the sizes. Each box contains two different flavors with its own compartment and opening, and they would vary from sweet to sour and all different sort of combinations. So if you remember the nerd mascot, he was that sort of Yoshi looking like anthropomorphic creature that he seemed like part Smurf, part pebble combined. And we look at the flavors, uh, all the different flavors and artificial flavorings used uh, would vary depending on the variety. So here, here's some of the classic nerds candy flavors and you might have your own favorite so some of the main ones strawberry and grape so the colors would be pink and purple wild cherry and watermelon so they have orange and or red and green depending on the creation of that time there was a double dip lemonade wild cherry and apple watermelon so that was red and yellow they had sour lightning lemon and amped apple which is yellow and light green there was surf and turf that's Tropical Punch and Road Rash Raspberry, what that concoction they came out with. That was a red and blue color. Wild Berry and Peach, which is blue and orange. And Watermelon and Punch and a Wild Berry sort of combination. And that was green and blue. So let's look at, you know, sort of setting the stage for this candy. And not only was the 80s a time of massive growth for, like, if you listen to the show regularly it, you you understand what an explosion of pop culture and cartoon shows and toys and everything that happened but it was also a period where we got more junk food than ever before so fast food growth was on the rise and it brought us the creation of things like you know the happy meal and the explosion in in things like McDonald's commercials and chicken McNuggets and the McNugget buddies and associating cartoon characters with food and things like that. So basically there are all these new, you know, facsimile foods that are vying for our attention and all this new candy and junk food were shiny and appealing, but you know, ultimately empty and, you know, pointless like any good junk food is. So we got a few other classic uh, candies in that time, like pop rocks, Mike and Ike's, candy buttons but nerds were able to still carve out their own path and they really created a beloved and very identifiable candy so it starts in 1983 with a guy named angelo fragos who had also worked for gardetto's bakery which is a snack food manufacturer and he worked there as a sales and marketing vice president he was involved in pasta and things like that and he was a vice president and sales and marketing for new world pasta so he'd worked in different variations of food. These days he works for Dave's Killer Bread, which is a non-GMO organic whole grain bread company. So it seems obvious that the candy, again, like I just touched on, takes its name from nerd. 
uh, which was created by Dr. Seuss. It was actually the book, I'm just looking up as I go here, it was that book, If I Ran a Zoo. And that's the very first mention of the word nerd used uh, as one of the creatures that the narrator would collect for his zoo. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. But it's funny how that name sort of just evolved into association with some sort of geeky individual, as there's no, there's never a direct connection that they're talking about someone like that. And, and the same thing with nerds the candy there's no indication on the packaging or promotion of them that they're referring to like a nerd geek person but either way the candy comes out in 1983 and they first started with the cherry orange combination and a strawberry grape so they're a huge hit right out of the gate and by 1985 was recognized as candy of the year so here's how they actually make the nerd so they start out like i said as that sugar crystal and they're a pure white color when they begin. So they keep coating it with thin layers of sugar over and over, like super, super thin, but that gradually thickens each piece. It's done with massive barrels that contain all the sugar crystals, and these barrels keep spinning until all the nerds have received that sufficient amount of the coats of sugar. Since they start out white, they receive their specific colors also in individual barrels. The various nerd flavors from the individual barrels are then transported to fill in the coordinating, coordinating flavor on the boxes to be shipped out to our greasy little hands. The whole process to make nerds from start to finish takes six hours You know, for something that you can eat in around 12 seconds. So talking about all those different flavors, question, what is the most popular flavor of nerds? Depending what you're thinking, the answer is grape and strawberry. So there's your next dinner conversation. So here's the Nerds Candy Nutrition. And a serving size of Nerds Candy is considered 0.5 ounces or around one tablespoon. Not that you'd only eat one tablespoon per serving. But in that serving, for all the different flavors, you will get 60 calories, 0 grams of fat, 0 grams of protein, 14 grams total carbs, 14 grams of sugar, zero milligrams of sodium, and zero grams of dietary fiber. Nerds has also expanded out into different products and, and variations. And like I said, they were made, started in 1983 by Nestle. They're now owned by Wonka. I always felt, I don't know, that the company named Wonka received very little fanfare for what it was named after, that it just sort of existed. Like this, this should have been a bigger promotional sort of crossover that I felt never happened. But here are some of the different varieties. So the biggest one probably be Nerd Ropes. Legend has it that an employee in the Nerds factory poured some gummy mixture they had over a bowl of Nerds and then went to lunch. When they came back, they found that the gummy had hardened and the Nerds had stuck to it and voila, Nerd Ropes was born. 150 million Nerds are made just into the Ropes each day. That's how much of like a side variation they have on it. Uh, here's some of the other top versions of nerds. You have sour nerds, rainbow nerds, jumbo nerds. Remember those big one? The nerds gumball. Remember those? The nerds 
actual gum. Then there were dweebs, which was the soft, chewy version of nerds, and then neon nerds, which were really popular. Also, we can't forget nerd cereal. This is a real thing. Listen to my podcast, all about 80 cereals, if you want some more in depth on some forgotten cereals. This came out in 1985, made by cereal company Ralston. So, not one of the big players in the cereal game. They, but what was cool with this is they featured two different sides in the box that contained two different varieties of cereal. And they had, there were two different varieties of the cereal. One was orange cherry, the other was strawberry grape. The boxes also contained little packages of nerds candy inside. I don't, the cereals still contain toys and prizes in them. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. Uh, but that's <laughs> the perfect breakfast cereal that you get the actual candy with it. I never got to try this amazing dual cereal, but it does seem similar if you know your breakfasts of the 80s to the Nintendo cereal system. And that was also released in the 80s. And it's got that same mixture where it's a, a joint box where it's got two different um, cereals in it. So it'd be like Link and Mario and stuff like that. And two different sort of forms or flavors or whatever. Nerd cereal didn't last too long. And one of the reasons might be because of one of the side effects that happened from eating the cereal. If this happened to you, you know what I'm talking about. Or if you ever remember mention of this in the 80s, it was reported that eating the specifically, uh, which one was it? Let's see here. I'm looking back on the old. The orange cherry combination flavor would lead to red and orange colored bowel movements and people freaking out, wondering what was wrong with them. That was chalked up to nerd cereal. So this is just a quick look back on nerds candy as I wrap it up here. Not a lot more needs to be said about this candy. It's one of the most famous and iconic candies of all time. I honestly, I haven't had nerds candy in like a decade or maybe more, but I can vividly remember the taste of them. You probably can too. It's got such a distinct and unique, memorable sort of flavor and sensation with the crunch, um, the taste and all that sort of combined together that you can instantly remember what it tastes like. Whereas other candies, you you know they might have slipped your mind and they just they hadn't resonated as much as this specific candy did it's kind of the ultimate in a novelty which is what you're looking for in a junk food they're bright they're colorful they're full of sugar they had a unique design to them they had a very specific brand that stood out they had different combinations uh, you never had to buy the same thing all the time you could always get something different and there was always uh, new flavors being released so you weren't stuck with the same old thing like with no offense like Mike and Ike's was always the same product nerds always changed and then they would always release those different um, alter, like iterations of nerds whether it's the nerd ropes or the jumbo nerds or all that sort of thing so they kept you know that's probably the sign of any good food product or candy or whatever is that they don't stay static and they keep evolving. And that's again, what made it one of the most successful candies of all time. Okay. Let's wrap it up here. Thanks for listening to the show. Hope you learned some stuff about nerds candy. And um, like I said, it was one of those things I, I always thought, you know, went back to maybe like the sixties or something like that. I never realized it was a direct eighties creation um, and still going strong to this day. So thanks for checking this out. Again, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show wherever you find your podcast. I should be there. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.